From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Welcome to Development Hell. For every horror movie that hits VOD, countless others end up DOA. Development Hell is the podcast dedicated to unearthing these cursed horror productions. We're going to find out what went wrong and then decide if these titles still stand a shot at the green light. I am your host, Josh Korngut. I am the managing editor of Dread Central. I am also a filmmaker in Toronto, Canada. This podcast is a proud member of the Dread Podcast Network. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Development Hell. I said to you, I said, I'm not going to see you until late October when Jeepers Creepers Unseen, our brand new miniseries, launches. But it just hurt too much. It hurt too bad. And I said, I need to see you again. And so I thought, it's spooky month. It's basically Halloween. How dare I not provide some content to tide us over until Jeepers Creepers Unseen launches on October 25th. So in between now and then, I've got a couple of spooky surprises up my sleeve that I think, well, I think you're going to find them quite interesting. For today, we're going into a little bit of a new and exciting 
untraditional, non-orthodox, totally outside of the box, never been done before direction. I've been wanting to do update episodes for a while now because, of course, the second I do an episode on a topic, three weeks later, it gets officially announced it's no longer in development hell. I think that I actually have a bit of magic, like I'm a miracle worker, because anytime I select a topic, boof, it's no longer in development hell anymore. It's in development heaven. I promise I would never use that term again, but life is not fair. Today we're going to do an update episode on two of our, I'm going to say it, most popular episode topics. We have received some pretty exciting news on two of our previous episodes. That's right, that's Trick or Treat Part 2 and the Robert Eggers Nosferatu remake. I'd previously missed out on the opportunity to bring you all some rumors and updates on the Friday the 13th installment that is swirling around the internet and may or may not be in development. And I said, I regret not doing an update on that. So the next time something gets uh, an announcement or new news, I was going to bring it to you, hon. And that's what I'm doing today. We are starting off with what I consider to be a fairly exciting double bill. So as I said, two of our favorite previous episodes are now in development once again. That is Trick or Treat Part 2 and Nosferatu. I'm sorry that it rhymes. So Trick or Treat 2 does have some pretty exciting news out of Beyond Fest, which is a California genre festival that, if you don't know, well, now you know. It's a pretty amazing, exciting festival that premieres all sorts of cool stuff. You might remember our original episode on Trick or Treat Part 2, which we did with the amazing Peaches Christ back in July of 2021. If you haven't listened to that episode, you're crazy, you're out of your mind. Go listen to it now, you'll love it. And as I said multiple times, the second project that we're updating today is the Robert Eggers Nosferatu project that has been circling around the world for, it feels like, years now. You'll remember that episode not so long ago, featuring the talents of Mary Beth McAndrews, the editor-in-chief here at Dread Central. And honestly, guys, it's one of our most listened to episodes. You guys are obsessed with Nosferatu. All right, so I'm just going to get right into it because that's what you deserve. Trick or Treat Part 2. You remember that it all started off with this uh, 1996 short animated film, Season's Greetings, by Mr. Michael Daughtry. He is a filmmaker who we're going to get into a little bit more now. If I didn't pronounce his name right, I'm sorry. It's one of those names that I always get really nervous about and try not to say. So I said it once. If I said it wrong, I'm never saying it again. The short film, Season's Greetings, featured the character of Sam a little boy dressed in orange footy pajamas with a burlap sack covering his head. And uh uh-oh, he's being stalked by a stranger on Halloween night. Twist. He's actually the one that's the dangerous guy. So that's fun. The short was eventually released as a DVD extra on Trick or Treat, the original cult classic Halloween horror anthology that basically if you're a horror fan, you love it. The feature film was supposed to be released wide on October 5th, 2007, but all the suits and executives in Hollywood said, no, why would we release this in theaters? It's too good. We have to sit on it. And well, that's what they did. And they sat on it. And after tons of festival screenings, one of which I was able to attend, Thank you, Toronto After Dark Film Festival. It was just plopped on home media in 2009, which I think is very disrespectful. These executives don't know what they're talking about. But only a few years later, in 2013, 
the director and legendary pictures officially announced trick or treat part two don't get too excited this was obviously almost 10 years ago it happened at the end of a screening of the first film during a q a moderator seth green who've actually had the opportunity to interview before bragg went to audience questions well they were interrupted by sam himself some child dressed in a Sam outfit. And basically they announced Trick or Treat Part 2. The director said, I'd like to make it, but I don't have the authority. <laughs> and then Green asked, who does have the authority? And the director said, well, Thomas Tall, head of Legendary, indicating that Tall was actually in the audience. Tall then stood up. And then when they asked him if we're going to get a sequel, this is what he said. He said, well, I'm not saying no to Sam. So, and with that, title card trick or treat part two was seen across the screen behind them panelists were cheering the crowds were cheering everyone thought oh, we're getting trick or treat two yeah hun that was 2013 now it's 2022 and we have nothing zilch nada maybe a couple of weird short films still it was a lie between now and then the director went on to make other projects some of varying Degrees of excitement for me, one of which was Krampus, the Christmas horror movie, which I'm sorry, is criminally underrated. He also went on to direct Godzilla, King of Monsters, not exactly something I care about, but some of you may. And he kept saying, Trick or Treat Part 2, that's next, that's next, that's next. It has never been next. But this franchise did, well, it's not a franchise, this movie did create a buttload of merchandise that was being sold around Halloween time, which gave us the impression that the studio was not over Sam. Back in 2017, a trick-or-treat themed, unquote, scare zone was added to the Halloween Horror Nights, which is this annual event held at Universal Orlando Resort, also in California. If you're into being spooked, you probably know about Halloween Horror Nights. I personally get too scared whenever a scare actor is involved. Don't send one my way, I'll cry. So that's 2017, 2018, more merchandise comes around. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I make my incredible episode with the incomparable Peaches Christ. I forget what we said. We always come to the end of an episode saying, is it going to be made or not made? I want to say she said no. Hopefully I was wiser than that. Hopefully I could have a little bit of forethought into believing that, of course, we're going to get a Trick or Treat Part 2. We're in the era of streaming. Why wouldn't we? We got a Hocus Pocus 2. We're getting a Sister Act 3. Don't know why I'm making all Disney references. It just makes sense. And so now, October 1st, 2022 arrives, and Beyond Fest announces over Twitter that they can finally share the news. The director behind the original film announced that he is in, unquote, active development with Legendary, which is the production company, on a sequel for Trick or Treat 2. And, unquote, everybody wants it to happen. So get ready for more Sam. Hashtag Trick or Treat. Someone named Eric Goldman then tweeted... Regarding a trick-or-treat sequel, the director says he's excited about the possibility, Legendary is excited by the possibility, and it's currently in active development. But that's stressing that, well, it doesn't mean it's greenlit. It just means it's in active development. If you've ever listened to this podcast before, you'll know that that really doesn't hold a lot of weight in court. We're getting these, these tweets. We're getting these announcements. They've announced it in front of audiences now twice. Does that mean it's going to happen? I mean, I think it'd be pretty embarrassing if they announced it in front of yet another audience of horror fans and then it didn't happen. It makes me think that they probably, I don't know, have a little bit of confidence this time around. I don't know what you think. I hope that you let me know over Twitter. Devil Hell Pod. I want to know what you think. 
Are we gonna get Trick or Treat Part 2? I think we will, right? I don't know. I don't know. All right, buds. All right, friends. I don't know how you think I'm doing. I usually have a guest because it's kind of hard to banter with no one, which is what I'm doing right now. I guess we could call it vamping. I don't know if it's succeeding. I don't know if I'm failing, but I do feel like I'm talking to you. That's right, you, directly. Which kind of reminds me of this time when I went to Disney World when I was in second grade. We went to a 3D movie of the Muppets. And at one point, one of the Muppets speaker, I think his name is, comes 3D and he goes out into the audience and he says, everyone thinks I'm talking to them, but I'm really only talking to you. And I was in second grade and I started freaking out. And I was so excited because he was talking to me, not everybody else. And everyone was laughing. And I thought, oh, they're laughing because I'm getting all the attention. No, they were laughing at me because I was dumb. And if you think I'm only talking to you right now, that's you. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. Yeah, so that's it for the trick or treat part two update my dog is absolutely refusing to stay quiet he needs to get out of here henry go stop scratching yourself everyone can hear you all right let's move on with our lives with our day with our night to robert eggers's nosferatu remake another project that has just been absolutely cursed from the word go and that word go happened to be July 2015 when Deadlight initially reported that Studio 8 and Eggers were, yes, in fact, on track to produce a remake of Nosferatu. Nosferatu, for those who know and don't care or do care and know, was like a really... I don't have the information in front of me. A really old vampire movie from Germany or some shit. Listen to my episode with Mary Beth McAndrews. We get the facts right. Today, you're not going to get them. Today, we're just giving a oopsie boopsie update on the Robert Eggers' remake of this silent German expressionistic fucking vampire movie. And I think I'm excited about it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, we got an announcement about it originally in 2015. And then in 2016, Eggers expressed surprise that the remake was actually going to be his second film, saying this crazy ass quote to IndieWire. It feels ugly and blasphemous and egomaniacal and disgusting for a filmmaker in my place to do Nosferatu next. I was really planning on waiting a while. But that's how fate shook out. Girl, that's not how fate shook out. We made a bunch of movies since then. I did not see The Lighthouse. I did not see The Northman. I only saw The Witch. Which, I'm sorry, was kind of enough for me? Is that rude? It's just like art school bro vibes, those other movies. I'm not saying that I've that's what they are. I have not seen them, but they do give me straight culture, and um, I'm not against that. I'm just not for it, I guess. Anyway, so in 2017, Variety reported that Miss Anya Taylor-Joy, who had just made the film Split, was going to be set to star. Of course, Joy made her big splash initially in The Witch, the first Eggers film. So this kind of made sense. Everyone thought, oh, is she going to be Nosferatu? Um, and I just like never thought that he would do that because he doesn't seem to be the type to uh, gender swap casting. Not to say that he should. In 2019, two years later, to Den of Geek Hey Buds, this is what he had to say. He said, look, I spent so many years and so much time, just so much blood on it. Yeah, it would be a real shame if it never happened. He then also said, but also, I don't know, maybe Nosferatu doesn't need to be made again, even though I've spent so much time on it. This girl is just the most dramatic man in Hollywood. And maybe that's why he's such an artiste, an artisanal. But for me, it just is like, oof, 
calm down film school. So yeah, Taylor Joy was supposed to be in the film and then she wasn't. And then something interesting occurred where we got a whiff that Harry Styles, the movie star extraordinaire of Don't Worry Darling fame, was announced that he was going to be in it. According to The New Yorker, which I think this was, what, about a year ago? Basically, The New Yorker sort of gave whiff that Harry Styles was, in fact, going to be in it. We never heard about Harry Styles being attached to this film. But then IndieWire reported a quote from Eggers, and he said, Dude, I don't know. It's fallen apart twice. I've been trying to get the word out because the word did carry that Harry Styles was going to be in the movie. I just wanted to be clear he was going to be Hutter and not Nosferatu himself. I don't know if that's bad casting. Hutter's a cutie. Styles is a cutie. Can he act? I'm not sure. I have never seen him try. My policeman was at TIFF. Why would I have seen it? Looks boring. Eggers is trying and trying and trying, and he's just not getting the job done. And you know what? We kind of gave up, and therefore did a whole episode on Development Hell all about it. And then boom, egg in my face, because on September 30th, Deadline got this exclusive and reported that, yes, that this fucking Eggers' Nosferatu is finally getting some speed behind it, and that Bill Skarsgård of It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 fame and also from Barbarian, incredible movie, was attached to play the title character. Cool. Makes sense, because his brother was the star of The Northman, so I guess they're all bro-y friends. And that also we were going to get Lily Rose Depp in talks to co-star, I'm assuming in some kind of antagonist role? I don't know. It's now being set up at Focus Features. I think they may have had involvement with The Northman, but I do not know for sure, and I am not fact-checking that one right now. Eggers is directing and making and writing the script. We also have Chris Columbus on producing, which is weird because this is the dude that directed the first Harry Potter movie, but why not? Oh, also Eleanor Columbus. Reimagining, I guess, of Nosferatu, which is this gothic tale, an obsession between a haunted young man and a 19th century German vampire who is up to no good. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing Harry Styles in it anymore. It sounded like Ani Taylor-Joy is onto other things because she is just like the A-list actress in Hollywood right now and is a busy, busy girl. But that's okay because you know who else is on the rise, rise, rise? And that's Lily Rose Depp sure what I've seen her in other than Silent Night, but I do think she was good in that rotten little movie. Buddies, that's it. Yeah, those are our updates for today. Those are our Development Hell updates that I'm bringing to you fresh off of the presses, because you deserve to know what's going on in the Development Hell landscape, in the canon of the Development Hell podcast, because we have now covered, I don't know, 60 fucking movies, and some of them are going to get made. Some of which, you know, they're not going to get made. I'm hoping that all the ones I said are going to get made are going to get... I'm going to have to go back to that episode and check if I'd said either of these films were going to happen. Because if not, how embarrassing for me, truly. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this update episode of Development Hell. And don't worry, because we have got lots of more October content to bring to your ears which includes something coming out next week. And I'm not going to say it has to do with Michael Myers, but I'm also not going to say that it doesn't have to do with Michael Myers. You know, you're just going to have to see exactly what I'm cooking up. But more excitingly, you know, cool stuff. Starting on October 25th on Development Hell, I am bringing you Jeepers Creepers Unseen, a dread 
true crime limited series. Yes, that is right. Jeepers Creepers, as you probably know, is a horror franchise that spawns 20 years, four films, and a passionate fan base. But this community has become really intensely divided as the public awareness surrounding its creator's disturbing crimes continue to rise. The new true crime podcast, Jeepers Creepers Unseen, is going to unearth this controversial franchise by reviving its past, contextualizing the harm perpetrated by the creator, and taking an honest look at why it's so important to so many horror fans. With a fourth new movie, just out now from new filmmakers, Jeepers Creepers Unseen is going to ask if this well-loved film series can reckon with history and thrive, or is now the time to move on? Find answers to these questions and more on the all-new four-part limited audio series, Jeepers Creepers Unseen. First episode dropping on October 25th. And don't worry, because we've got more stuff coming your way on Development Hell. Thank you so much for listening to Development Hell. If you enjoy this podcast, then please do us a major favor of leaving us five stars and writing a positive review. It really makes all the difference in the world. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode of Development Hell. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.